0: Welcome back to Bible study. To um, guess what? Um, to the Paul's letter to the Galatian church, which we're really enjoying a lot of detail. And welcome back to John Campbell. Thank you to Derek Walker. Thank you. It's it's, an, it's becoming an epic. It's not quite Isaiah, but we're getting <laughs> we're getting into that that the territory of of an epic Bible study. I'm going to read this morning from. Um, chapter three, verse 22 to the end, to verse 29. And John, you're going to pray. Thank you. But the scripture has confined all under sin, that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. But before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law, kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed. Therefore, the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ, there is neither jew nor greek there is neither slave nor free there is neither male nor female for you are all one in christ jesus and if you are christ's then you are abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, and we come
1: before you now in the name of Jesus. Father God, as we struggle with these scriptures, we confess <coughs> that they're not the easiest and simplest of scriptures to understand. As we, as we wrestle with the scriptures, Lord, we ask that you will cause the truth to be birthed in our hearts, that we might share these words understandably with our viewers. Lord, we ask that you also minister to them in their homes as they're watching, that they too, by the Spirit of God, would understand what these scriptures are saying. Heavenly Father, we know that your word is true. We know that your word is forever settled in heaven. We know the promises of God are yea and amen in Christ Jesus, and we thank you for this. And we just ask that you be exalted in all that we say and think and do. In the name of Jesus,
0: amen. 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 So here we are. I don't know how many weeks we've been in chapter three. I, I, I think it's been so good to go through it forensically because I, I'm certainly, from my experience, we do tend to leapfrog um, you know, sections that are a bit heavy and go you know, through my lifetime. You know, mm. so all we're all one in Christ. So that's yeah. like the headline. We all can go along with that. And there's neither Jew nor Greek, and slave nor free. Uh, um, but if you do that, you miss. I mean, Paul, mm. Why did Paul write in right. such detail? It, 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 it wasn't just padding, as it were, so that we could get to the the verse that we all we all can sort of rally around. Um, so I think it's really been worthwhile. And of course, the all one in Christ ha- is double-edged. And it, it, it means that this refers to everyone, what, what, what the detail that we're going through mm. on the earlier verses. Gone. Do we ne- yes, absolutely. Thank you for getting me off the bed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Praise God. Praise God Tim's over. <laughs> you know, his introduction is over. <laughs> Derek talking to himself again. Um, uh, do, you want to, <laughs> do you want to kick off, Derek, with the, the you know, we've, we've yeah, obviously, we, we, scene, we tend yeah. to, you know, we're climbing a hill and we're, we're, in my experience of climbing a hill, especially if it's a screed slope, is that you you climb two steps and then there's a half step back and then you climb another two or three steps and then, the, you know, so yeah. we've got to keep our footing, our we keep grounded in chapter three.
2: Over to Derek. Well, we're, Paul is developing an argument, so yeah. it's, it's good to kind of remember where we've got to. And, and so he has been saying that salvation, um, that God has designed for mankind. Really, you have to go back to Abraham, <coughs> and God promised this blessing to all nations um, through Abraham and his seed. And this is in the terms of an inheritance something that we receive as a free gift when when we put our trust in the Messiah. Mm. And and so then comes the question, which is the burning question, of course, that the legalists have raised, is what about the law of Moses? Why did God bring that in if it's not to replace whatever Abraham set in motion? Mm. And surely our salvation is by keeping the law of Moses. And of course, Paul says no. Mm. Because what God started with Abraham, he, he hasn't changed his mind. You can't change a will. Mm. Um, so whatever Moses is for, it is, it is not to cancel out God's salvation yeah. program. So Absolutely. now he talks just interject-
0: about what it's for. That's it. So just interjecting, uh, John, you said just <clears throat> before you wanted to clarify something you said. Yes. Basically, you could have brought it in at any point because it's relevant, yeah. but just to. So yes, well, I, I can't
1: remember if it was last week or the week before or even the week before that. I just remember that I, I said, um, quote, uh, quoting from Colossians, that the, the um, what, what, what's it, the, the handwriting of requirements yeah. Uh, was nailed to the cross, and I, I, I developed that too far because I, I then said suggested that the whole of the law was nailed to the cross and the law no longer existed. That is wrong if I gave that impression, mm. um, and I probably did give that impression, because it's the curse of the law that has been nailed to the cross. Yeah. The law still exists because the law is good and holy, Paul tells us. Yeah. The, poor, the law still has a place. Yeah. The moral law still has a place in yeah. our lives. Yeah. Um, but of course the requirement to, to follow it to the letter salvation,
0: yeah, as, as a sort of discipline for salvation is, is, is long, it's God. really helpful clarity yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so John's just mentioned the moral law, just, yeah. just so, break yeah, that down. So to
2: set the scene, as Paul's gonna explain now what the law is brought in for, uh, and, and in, in short, it's to prepare, to prepare Israel and us, for salvation. Mm. And so, the law had three aspects to it. Mm. One, you could say it's the commandments, the ordinances, and the laws, and and the three big lessons. Mm. So number one, the commandments is primarily the moral law, you know, like nine out of the 10 commandments, which, you know, do not steal, do not, Mm. this is moral law that would be God's truth for for all people at all times. Um, those would be the commandments. Then secondly, the ordinances is the ceremonial law, and that includes all the rituals, the sacrifices, the, and this, this is very much a teaching tool. Mm. This is preparation in terms of a teaching tool. Um, and um, to prepare people for Christ, and to give all kinds of pictures of Christ and what He would come to do, and then the third one is the laws. In a sense, is the like the civil laws. So, yeah. the, these,
0: which uh, that, often that are m- the ones that you know, those who would lampoon the scriptures would say, "Oh, how archaic! You know, is God's law?" and throw the whole baby out with the bathwater the baby being
2: the moral law. Yes, so there would be civil laws, and and particularly what would be revealed through that is that the the broken law requires punishment. You know, you'd have laws against stealing. I mean, sometimes it'd be moral law, sometimes not, but either way, if you you break these laws that govern the society, there are punishments. Mm. So God is teaching God, first of all, mankind, and that's verse 22 we'll see in a second, In fact, let's look at yep. first, is the lesson of the moral law, first of all, yep. which, which is that Scripture has confined all under sin. Yes. Now, th- this is um, that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to all who believe. And so, the f- first of all, is an idea of a prison. But notice, it applies to all, the whole human race. Mm. So this is the application of, the law of Moses was only given to Israel, Mm -hmm. by the way, but it it instructs the whole human race, even today. It is a revelation of the nature of God, of the the character of God. This is the moral law in particular. Mm -hmm. And in particular, it reveals that we are all under sin. Yes, And it's interesting that even before the the law came along, we were under sin, Mm -hmm. but uh, in a way, the law puts us in prison. You know, a criminal on the loose might think, might not not really think about him. But when he's in, in jail, all right, now he's very acutely aware that he has sinned. Mm. And that's what the law does. It puts you in jail. Yeah. And you're very acute that punishment is coming upon you. Yeah. So that the law will do that. It will make it clear to you that you're a sinner and that there is divine punishment. And Because it's a revelation of the... Of the nature of God, uh, we we learn that same truth from the law, Mm. and I believe, and the whole purpose of it was to prepare us for for faith in Christ, because once we realize we are under sin, Mm. and under judgment, that's a good starting point, isn't it? Then we realize we can't save ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We, we need a savior. Mm. We need someone who can break us out of prison, you know, who can so, take so the price uh, uh, liberty. reminds me of um, Ray
0: Comfort, when he goes out onto university campuses in his brilliant way, You know, the way of the master, yeah. and he asks kids yeah. um, on the campus about sin. Yeah. And have you done this? You know, are you a sinner? Oh, no, no, I'm not a sinner. Um, have you done this? Have you done that? And, mm. and it's a brilliant way for, to get them to acknowledge, yes, I am a sinner. Yes. And that's the starting point. But um, Galatians was written, we said, I think, that it was the first of yes. Paul's letters. Yes, yes. Um, which is interesting because he expands on it in Romans. That, you know, this. This yes he does. particular yes, he does. verse about yeah. us all being under And sin. It's, it's an interesting point to make then
1: because I, I mean I don't know what viewers think or, or but I think you know I'd never really thought about it. I hope Paul was saved and he, he, he then went into ministry and he started to write. But if Galatians is his first letter, the, the, we reckon he, he couldn't have started writing for at least 14 years. Of course he must have written mm. lots of letters which are not recorded yet, mm. but as far as those are recorded in the Canon of Scripture, mm. there's, a, there's a distinct gap of 14 years before he started. Yeah. So that
0: he's got a lot of experience under his belt at the point yeah. he's writing this. But the fact that he's laying the foundations yeah. As it were, if this yes, is his it's first letter, it is foundational, yeah, isn't it? It really is. We're all under sin. Mm. Is it worth having a quick look at the Romans? Definitely, um, so yeah, three passage yes. Yes. Where, where yes, he,
2: it's exactly the
0: Romans three nine, yeah. I think. Yeah, and, and it's interesting because you know Romans is, is talking Jews and Gentiles, and I already alluded to the fact there's neither Jew, you know, nor yeah. Gentile, or, you know, slave nor free. He, he's he said that in this passage, at the end of the passage, mm-hmm. but in Romans 3, this is, is univer- it first? This is universal. Exactly. So he said, what shall we conclude then? We've already made the charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are all under sin.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, and he, he says it more than once, you know, there is no difference. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's that's later on in that's chapter 3. three. Yes. Um, but then he says, as it is written, there's no one righteous, not even one. And then he says, their, their throats are empty graves, all have turned away, their throats are empty graves, their tongues practice seat. the poison of
2: vipers is on their lips. He's really illustrating it that... This is the moral law, you yeah, see. Yeah,
0: yeah. everyone is under The law of Moses sin.
2: made the moral law explicit. Yeah. It was always there, but it made it
0: explicit. And at the end of that passage, he, you know, the clincher is he says, there is no fear of God before their eyes. He mm. said, their feet are swift to shed blood. Mm. It's, it's quite um, telling. The way of peace they do not know. Yes. It's, it's all, that's consequences of breaking the moral law, isn't it? it yeah. Or it's evidence of, of, exactly. of sin, of, yeah. of breaking the moral the law. Because
2: the moral law, in a way, is the glory of God, and we all fall short yeah. of the glory of God. Yeah, Because um, I have a confession now, because
0: I mixed up Romans 6.23 and Romans 3.23. <laughs> all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of yes. God. Is Romans... Six twenty-three. That the wages of sin is death. Or, or which one's which? See, yeah, I've got Romans
2: three twenty-three is the, from the passage we're, yeah, we're referring. That's right. To. All of sin, and then Romans six twenty-three is the wages. The judgment. Of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. So the two go together. You see. Yeah. And so that's the law. In a way, it says Scripture has confined everything under sin. So yeah. he's referring as in Romans mm. to Psalm 14, for example, yeah. that he's quoting from there. Yeah. Also Psalm 147, mm. verse one and two. Um, and and so the scripture and the law in particular, mm. you know, makes it clear to man that God has standards, yeah. perfection, we, we are sinners yeah. and we are under that judgment so that when the news of Jesus Christ comes along, yeah. We, who comes and says, I've come to set you free, yeah. rather than saying, oh, that, that's not relevant to me. Yeah. We would say, yes, I receive yeah. you, Jesus, yeah. set me free. I'm, I'm, yes. I, I need." And it's salvation by grace is implicit, because if you're a prisoner, you're guilty, you know, you can't set yourself free. Yeah. All you can do is hope there's a savior who can come yeah. and set yourself free. And when Jesus says, I've done it, yeah. I've paid the price for your release, then of course that prepares you to receive the gospel exactly. So th- th- that that passage in Romans
0: is, is a one is a passage that you know stands out because he, he starts it by by saying that Jew and Gentile alike are, are on sin. Then he ends it after after saying there's no fear of God before eyes Now uh, um, there's no fear of God before their eyes. He says, um, uh, uh, and he says now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law so that in other words he's established it we're all under the law the moral law so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to god so that's the universal Universal nature of it we're all under it and we're all accountable therefore shut your trap (laughs) you know don't start parading yourself in any fashion at all just humble yourself under the mighty hand of god and under his moral law and okay. trust trust even, him to
2: Even though the of law him. of Moses was specifically given to Israel, they, as it were, are representative of the whole human race. And so just as we receive the Messiah that comes through Israel, we are meant to learn the lessons, yeah. as it were, that Israel learnt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're the test case, you might say. Yeah. So we're meant to learn through Israel yeah. of the nature of God, the character of God, and our sinfulness. And that's Israel is our teacher in that yeah. respect. Yeah. You want to expand more John? No
1: I I just think it's this this illusion of self-righteousness that pervades mm. the human race Um, and it's it's rampant and it's deep Mm. and the only way that could be dealt with is with as it were the sledgehammer of God's law. Mm. Mm. Um, Man has to be brought to the end of himself, he has to come to the point where he says I can't do this Mm. Um, and that I believe today is more are more difficult. I, I think all times have been difficult. Funny enough, I was watching the film of um, the Peterloo massacre recently. Yeah. And this, you know, you realise from the script that things haven't changed very much no. at all, yeah. at all, yeah. in the that's way true. the people view Parliament and the way parliamentarians view the people. I mean, things are really very much the same. And and so human nature doesn't change. That's, that's, the,
0: that's the point I'm making. And, and the relevance of it is, is that it, when he says the whole world, it's through history yes it's across all cultures It's everywhere it hasn't changed no. the hu- human nature no the
1: the the, the, the whole the, world the consequence of the fall or one of the hideous consequences of the fall is this man's view that he is righteous that yeah. he's a good man mm. and and even if he's a bad man and proud of being a bad man yeah.
0: as some people are you know you think of the gangs and uh, yeah. and, and uh, they're Gangsters. often in a better position. I just wanted to just expand one more element yeah. of the whole world, and that is, it is, doesn't matter uh, what your intellectual capacity is, um, how you know whether you're you know the, the the greatest professor, you know, or or someone much lower down the you know the sort of intellectual food chain, it actually still um, has a relevance because mm. someone can be just as proud you know, with nothing in terms of, you know, faculties, as someone who has everything. Mm. Yeah. Or, or, or of course, the Lord said it's, it's, it's harder for a rich man to enter, you know, the kingdom of heaven than you know a camel through the eye of a needle. It's difficult if you've got a lot of riches, but you still have that message of all being under sin, mm. it's relevant to all. Yeah. all tiers of society. Absolutely.
1: All. Yeah, God is so really gracious, is so gracious that he, 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 he demonstrates this to us in ways which we might find surprising. I, I, I'm thinking if you have a domestic, you have a dog, yeah. have a, a domesticated animal, animal, animal yeah. you have a dog. And as all dogs do, they sometimes do things they shouldn't. And mm. with many dogs, all you have to do is look at them. And they look at you with those sorrowful eyes, mm. turn around and walk away with their tail between the necks yeah. or put their tail between the necks and come up and sort of <laughs> please love me. Yeah. It's a picture if you like of God looking at us when we misbehave. Mm. Um, you, you, do you don't understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I'm struggling definitely. a bit with it. This yeah. is a, a, a spiritual thing but there's something going on. The, the dog recognizes it. There's a yeah. communication. Awareness of of That's awareness that I shouldn't have done that, mm. and and I've got to go make amends with my master. Yeah. It's no different. Mm. The law says to us, you shouldn't have done that.
2: Yeah. And the reason we need the law is, that, as you say, human nature by itself will tend to think, I'm okay. Yeah. Because yeah. we concoct a standard that we think, yeah, we would judge ourselves by, yeah. and which is basically as long as you're basically a nice guy or something. Yeah. And the law actually tells us. Reveals what God's standard is, mm. which is total holiness. Yeah. And really often you see a zero tolerance policy. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and once we understand God's standard, then we understand we're sinners. Mm. Mm. We might convince ourselves, if without God revealing His law, we might convince ourselves that actually we're, we're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But actually God's law shows us the yeah. truth of, of who we are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, this is, this is interesting. If we can go off a slight tangent at the mm. moment, there has to be a willingness to recognize that God's law is saying something to you. And I would say that in millions of people, there's no willingness to even consider it. Yeah. Um, and there, which brings us in, and I'm not making any no. point here, but it brings us back to the interesting conjecture about the elect and non-elect. Is it only the elect who become convicted? Because there are millions who, who don't and never will. Mm. And couldn't care less. And they to still, I uh, No,
0: and they're still in I'm just sowing
1: is, the seed for yeah, it's, it's a good. thought. Yeah. God talks about those He has known, I know. and I know it's a difficult, and I know people hate the thought of God sort of turning His back on people and letting Him go to hell. And I'm not. No, this is I'm not know. making a case for for, yeah. for for predestination or anything at this point. I'm certainly not making a case for Calvinism. I'm just saying it's an interesting question, isn't it? It's an interesting point because. Everything Derek has said is right, but as I'm listening to it, you know, I think that it won't touch millions and millions and millions of people. I, I, I do guess? think that for well, pe-
2: people choose. But um, yeah. go on. Yeah, yeah. Well, it may be yeah. Yeah. So they're still the elect, but the issue—the yeah. big issue—is how much is uh, is that of their own choice, and how much? Uh, well, of course, but of course. It's interesting what you say. That in two Thessalonians, it talked about those who who are damned, yeah. uh, particularly in the end times, because it says they did not love the truth. Yes, it does. They embraced the lie, the delusion, Yes. because they did not love yeah. the truth. And I believe the truth versus the lie is the truth that there is a God. Yes. And and, what, and that we are then accountable to the, God. Yes, yeah. Now, you, a lot of people don't like that truth because no. that requires a lot of me and that tells me I'm under authority. Yes. And it tells me I'm a sinner. Yes. And so they, they would rather embrace the lie mm. which is there isn't a God and I'm my own God mm. yeah. and I can make the rules and yeah. I'm okay thank mm. you very much yes. and because that, that, that has an appeal to it mm. Yeah. But salvation begins by loving the truth yes it does that there is a God who made me Yeah. and, and that's wonderful mm. but I am now accountable to him and I have broken his law yeah. and I need salvation yes. <laughs> and by the way the, the divisions that are broken down
0: in Christ are very much alive outside of Christ. So all the divisions about slave, free, you know, and and all the rest, people uh, and all the other divisions and factions that we have out in the world are are partly as a result of embracing the lie. So it doesn't say we are all one in the the sort of the the family of the humanity of man. The Bible doesn't say that. Mm. It says we're all one in Christ. Sorry, I know I'm jumping to uh, one of my favorite verses. but
1: (laughs) (laughs) But Romans also talks about preaching the truth in unrighteousness, doesn't it? Have I got that right? Yes. um, Which has always struck as being rather strange, but Mm. it's obviously not the truth or they're putting the wrong slant on the truth. They repress the truth. Yes, that's it.
0: Yeah. I think. Find the verse and we'll. Mm-hmm. It's in well, one or two, sh- isn't it? Two. two sh- Romans two, I think. Yeah. Yes, they've exchanged the truth for a lie, worshipped and served created things. That's in one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But um, yeah, it all comes down to what's true it and what's false. And, and that's where we are in today's true. world. There's a yeah. complete confusion over what's true. Yeah. Massive
1: mm. fog. Of what's true. And new age is just gathering steam. I yeah. mean, it's it's racing away. Yeah. It, they take lumps of truth and then latch onto it. Complete
0: yeah. rubbish. Well, they exchange truth for a lie, and they worshipped and served created things yeah. rather than the Creator. So yeah. the truth is worshiping God, yeah. rather than worshiping what He's created. It's it's.
1: But this whole concept new age. of man's goodness and man's. Being almost being a god, you know, is right. is, is so it, it's all over the place. Yeah, it's all over the place now. That it's all going to man is basically good, and it's all going to be righted. Well, it's not going to be righted without God's intervention. That I know. The ascent of man. <laughs> the ascent of man. Yes.
2: I think we shouldn't be ashamed to preach the truth. I think not. No, because in a way, we need to prepare the ground for the gospel. Yeah. yeah. People have to know the truth. Yes. And. If we do that, the Holy Spirit will yeah. back that up in their hearts. Mm-hmm. Even though culture seems powerful, yeah. the anointed word of God can penetrate that. And those who are elect at least, yes. yeah. they will respond to the Holy Spirit That's as, he, right, as he convicts. That's
0: us. There's another lovely scripture um, in Romans 11, which keys into Romans 3, where it says, God has bound all men, bound... All men over to disobedience, in order that he might have mercy on them Yeah. all. And I've always found that a bit of an interesting twist at the end of Romans 11. But it, in one sense, it fits in with the, the Calvinist view. <laughs> he's bound. Yeah, I think of Augustine. You know, over. Augustine was a was a rogue. Bound us over, in order that he will have mercy on us. Yeah. So again, we we get back to our verse 22 that we, you know, we're it's part of the tutoring yes. that, that we are we are bound by sin and disobedience to become aware of our imprisonment yes yes
2: so that's the moral law in verse 22 i think it moves to the ceremonial law in verse 23 yeah because it says before faith comes and that's it's always talking about the coming of christ and bringing the new covenant, yeah. and it 's really the the Christian faith, the specific faith we have before that came and i' what I noticed is it 's moved from all to we yes. and I think Paul and, and later on he talks about you, but here yeah. I think he's talking about Israel in particular yeah the particular role the law had for Israel mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and then by extension for the rest of us, because we learn through Israel, but we were kept under guard by the law. So now the law, as it were, operate, held Israel in custody. Yeah, very um, much so, in, very much so. Yeah, and, and constrained Israel. And, and still today, Israel. yes,
0: still Excellent. today, those that follow these laws mm. are, they're, they're by virtue of following Kosher, you know, Shabbat and the
2: festivals, they are separate. They're separate. And it protects And in them. many ways they were protected from the heathenism around them, yeah. uh, although they sinned, but in the essence they were protected from right. a lot of the wickedness and the other ways of the Gentiles. And there was a kind of preservation, particularly through the ceremonial law. Yeah. The moral law of, is, I, in theory, Common for everyone, That's but the right. ceremonial law was particularly, and it helped them. By the them way, in it enabled
0: them to be the custodians. So they were in custody, but the custodians of God's word. Exactly. And without them being protected by the, mm. the ceremonial laws, they they would have just disintegrated and assimilated and we wouldn't have the Scriptures. So
2: this is another purpose of the law Mm. that Paul is bringing in here, you see, that um, we were kept under guard by the law, kept for the faith that would afterward be revealed. So Mm. this was necessary preparation for the Messiah. First of all, as we've been talking about, kept, uh, but also prepared, so that through the ceremonial laws, they they would they would know who the Messiah would be, they would they would understand the, pr- the elementary principles of sacrifices and and cleanliness and uncleanliness yeah. and yeah. all these kind of things yeah. were necessary for them yeah. for the ultimate. Again, the yeah. Paul saying it was just temporary, yeah. but it was a necessary for God to kind of hold them in custody, protect them from. Yeah. evil yeah. truths getting in and corrupting everything and so that they would actually have a knowledge of the Messiah mm. uh, so that they, they would be ready to receive it's the wonderful, Messiah. Isn't it? I mean through scriptures
0: John there, there is this process of revelation. You know, there are these yeah. time periods where, where God is sort of as it were um, chunking back his revelation into darkened humanity this you know, yes. a massive if you drew a graph, there was a massive dip at, at the Garden of Eden you know with this sort of the total depravity of man uh, and and then you know how how can God, with his pure holy lights, shine back in as it were and revive and, and redeem you know yes. a completely um, putrefied humanity, and, well, and so the Israel is a, is a key element.
1: Yes, and, and, and it, it's only God that could have done it, because he had a fight on his hands. You know, when you look how mankind, and we're talking about Israel, has fought the truth, mm. ha, has, has slipped constantly back into untruth and lies and the occult and everything else, how they have murdered God's prophets. Yeah you know Jesus talks about he rebukes them yeah. you murdered them all yeah. and 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 so you know the lord it no wonder it took 2000 yeah. years <laughs> to, to get to get them
0: to any i mean hard enough for israel but but that scripture that says we're dead in our trespasses yes. and sins we're dead yes. and you who are far off have been brought near i mean israel you know did have a special Elect yes. status. God yes, elected them so. to be the vehicle. Very, very much. And, so. and but even they were kicking, kicking, kicking all the time, against. all the
1: time. And and I, the thing that amazes me about about, about Israel, and I think is, a it, well, let's just they've been brought out of Egypt. Um, and they've seen all the signs and wonders, or if they didn't see them personally, have heard about the signs and wonders that have gone on, and they get to the Red Sea, and Moses, the Lord says, why are you crying out to me? Of course, Moses didn't cry out to him, actually, if you read Scripture, but in other words, he's saying, you've got everything in you now to cross. You hold out my rod and you'll be over. And so they cross at the Red Sea parts, and they cross, and, and within weeks, they're at Mount Sinai and the, the, you know, the, they see the thunder and lightning of God come down on the mountain and they say, yeah, we, we, we'll, we, you be our God, we'll be your people, all of them to a man saying this. And then again, within a few more weeks, they're building a golden calf. That's right. Now, it's just, it's-, it's
0: Quite it's, something to break into this wickedness, this wicked is, world. It is, it is so wicked.
1: Yeah. That wickedness is so deep rooted. Yeah. Um, you know, at one at one level, it's just a measure of false conversion. Why we have to be so careful when somebody says, I you know, they've converted." You yeah. could say that it, that was that was some altar call at Mount yeah. Sinai, you know, but it's, it didn't prove to be very effective. Yeah. So we have to be careful it's about process, process. people coming to the front and saying uh, saying yeah, a, a, a,
0: a prayer true. by rote, as it were. Yeah. Um, but people who regularly put that, I remember Frank Davis, there was this Cromore Baptist Church in, in, um, up in Shrewsbury. And I remember being at a meeting with him and it, you know, he gave a great sermon and then, and then did the appeal. And, you know, the usual suspects stand up. <laughs> and he says, for those of you who are always standing up, sit down, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> it can become a ritual. Anyway, so we're basically saying how important this ceremonial law was, yeah, yes. it's
2: sort of breaking in God's ways back into the, um, humanity. Yes, it, it held Israel in custody, uh, protected them from the outside, but also prepared them for the Messiah. Yeah. but notice it's temporary. Yeah, and it says until, uh, you know, it was the idea is to keep Israel until the faith which would be revealed, which mm. is when Christ came. So. Now, the ceremonial law is no longer relevant. Yeah. It's, it's fulfilled its purpose yeah. in preparing Israel for Christ. Mm. And then he moves the picture on, but it's the same kind of picture in verse 24. Therefore, the law was our tutor, um, Yeah, that's an interesting word, to, mm, to, to bring, bring us to Christ. Christ, but that's in italics in my translation. Oh, that's so interesting. I think, yeah. and I'll go with Wiest on this, he says, the law was our tutor to Christ, until Christ. Yeah. In other words, yeah. it functioned until Christ. As a tutor. It's true mm. that it, it was a tutor that brought, brings you to Christ because the ceremonial law yeah. points you to Christ. Yeah. As the fulfillment I, I certainly the have in my crisis. margin until Christ. until Christ came. So that's literally what it says. Yeah. In other words, it, it fulfills this it, until Christ and now we are not under the law, and even yeah. Israel is not technically yeah. under the law because Christ has now come. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the tu- this so it's word basically tutor- done
0: its its job. You know, if you imagine a tutor yes. it, either in school, you know, leading up to uni, or a tutor in uni leading up to your degree or whatever, you know, they've done the job when yes. you've reached that point, and then afterwards, it, it it becomes a little bit the relationship with the tutor, as yes, it were, so no can become under- a bit forced.
2: Yeah. You're no longer under the tutor. Yeah. As you say, the tutor does a job for a time. So yeah. he's saying the law is not your salvation or it's not even your life now, Paul mm. is saying. It was. It the the, the, the law historically served the purpose yeah. of I preparing very the helpful. human race for, for the coming of Christ. Yeah. This word tutor actually is paedagogos and it's a bit different to our idea of a tutor. It, it was usually a slave that would accompany the boy to school and the t- tutor was a disciplinarian it was like a strict oh, right. governess in our culture a strict mm-hmm. governess so this tutor was often be seen in pictures with a rod mm. and basically the tutor made sure the boy went to school on time that he did his homework that he was always in the right place and the right time and he would correct him mm. so it's the same idea as custodian that you know he would make sure the boy wouldn't mix with the wrong company mm. he would constrain and protect the yeah. very much be the disciplinarian, yeah. probably teach him a few things too, but it's particularly saying the law is like that for Israel. It, it held Israel within certain bounds. Yeah. It told it what to do at different times, you know, you keep the yeah. Sabbath, you keep these feasts, yeah. you know, you you. he's under control because the child in a way isn't ready to be set free. Mm. Um, and it's good isn't it John? As the tutor. Isn't yeah. it,
0: it's just it's so helpful to see, you know, is. even just to go into that Greek word and, and see what it actually means. That's right, mm. but um, the, the moral law which was particularly for
1: Israel, and one can see, you know, when you look at the sacrificial system, how that pointed clearly to Christ, mm. uh, um, but the, the God's law, you know, the, the, the commandments which are written in the hearts of all human beings, mm. um, that's, that's the idea. Of course, we've talked before about the consequences of seared consciences. Mm. Um, yeah. But God's law is in us. He's put, we, um, all mankind knows it's wrong to murder. Yeah. There might be some who think it's right, who've managed to justify it mm. in their own minds, through twisted thinking. But generally speaking, all mankind knows it's wrong to murder, it's wrong to steal, it's wrong to yeah. commit adultery. They know it's in them. Mm. But, they would, but, the, but, but the moral law is not in them, they have no idea, they wouldn't, Ceremonia. yet, yep. Yep. yet, sacrifice is quite common, among, oh, very common amongst pagan cultures, mm. and they might be sacrificing to the wrong thing. But but not they, leading to Christ. No, not absolutely not at all, because it's Tragic. been perverted, yes. Tragic. it's been perverted yeah. by Satan, who's, who, who's ensnared them, yeah. because the things Satan desires more than anything else, very clear through the, the testing of Christ in the desert is worship. He longs to be worshipped by man. That's right. And therefore, if he can lead them astray and get them to do a what one might call a godly thing, some form of sacrifice, but to
0: him, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So I wanted to just uh, now. It, it, it's a, we don't mind tangents, do we? No. Um, uh, God's words more is bigger than our tangents. Uh, uh, you mentioned the third um, law, which is the civil. Um, which is which is there in the scriptures? Now it's not so much in the part relevant to this no, but passage.
2: What, the lesson but is I that have a it, question. There is a punishment. Yes, that's what the civil law particularly yeah. revealed was that sin carries punishment. Yes, so absolutely.
1: And of course, the the moral law, uh, the, the the law does inform
0: civil law. Yeah. Exactly, it, yes. it always has done traditionally. Exactly. It not does so. It I not just want to unpack a little bit of where we are today with civil law, because it's become detached, as it were, from this Mm. connection to the moral law. And um, the fact that we uh, and of course, even in the time of Paul, you know, there was the, the civil law that had risen up through the paganism of Rome. How valid is is a law that is not connected to God's law? I know what John would think. Yeah.
2: <laughs> would well, it's, I'm, I'm it's a general question really, yeah. you're talking about the, a law that actually contradicts the moral law. Or, I mean, a nation can bring in civil law that isn't directly, you know, um, the outgrowth of moral law. Yeah, yeah. But in, in a sense it's meant to be for the greater good of, of everyone. Yes. But are you talking about laws that actually violate God's moral law? Um, Well, that's
0: the extreme, um, but there's this sort of middle ground, as it were, of, you know, I suppose that's where democratic debate comes in, but um, you have to have the moral law, really, to have a valid civil law. You do. That's the foundation of civil law. You do. Because that's not how it's seen today, you know, there is a, a sense that, you know, there is a secular, you know, by virtue of it being secular, it's not based on. Mm. on the scriptures and the moral law but that's the world that we're living in now is is the rule of secular mm. law yeah. and it's not such an easy i mean thank the lord that we do have the scriptures and we have the 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 ten commandments you know we ha- and we have the continuum with the ceremonial and the civil law in the context of israel but we're moving into territory now where we don't have any of that
2: all I would say is that the, the worst possible form of state is one that is a secular totalitarian state. Yeah, you yeah. Know, because when you, have the mor- when you have the moral law of God as the basis of the law of society, then no human ruler, then their power is limited because ultimately everyone's restrained by mm. the moral law of God. Mm. So, ideally, even kings are yeah. under that moral yeah. law. But when you have the denial of God and absolute truth, then somebody like a, a communist dictator can become totalitarian and be like God, mm. because there is no competing God. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants, and then it becomes the worst form of government, yeah. kind of arbitrary control. Which is where we are heading. Yes.
0: Yes. Well, completely open that one up with really, yeah, John, is, it, but It's yeah, a well, shocking it is, state it is, that we've it reached. Is
1: clearly, where we're heading, because globalism is yeah. is is the call of the day, and and um, you 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 can't have globalism if you haven't got. Ah, this is an interesting thought. Now you begin to see the need for a one-world religion, mm. because religion is essential to inform the governance but it can't be Christianity and now we've t- talked about it was it Last week we were about suffering for Christ and I, mm. I'm beginning to see that there's a different, there's another element to this suffering. There, there can be physical suffering, mm. but there's spiritual or emotional suffering. As we groan, as we, as we see what governments are doing, as we see the legislation they're passing which is absolutely contrary to the Word of God. I mean, we, we suffer, don't we, in the we sense suffer. we think,
0: oh we this is we suffer. awful, we suffer. this mm. is just
1: so, awful, oh Lord, please
0: intervene. Yeah. That is suffering. Yeah. So anyway, irrespective of what governments or dictators or tyrants do, as we established with our first verse, Derek, we, we, they're, they're under. They're, whether they like it or not, whether they say it or not, yeah. whatever they do, yes, quite. they are under. Yeah. Under that imprint,
2: the imprimatur, you know, made in God's image. Deep down, they know that. They know. I know. know that. The, verse 24, just to finish yeah, that verse yeah, off, is, is actually mostly ceremonial law because yeah. he's saying, the law was our tutor or the right. to bring us, or until Christ, mm. that Amen. we might be justified by faith. Yes. Now, that, again, it's talking about Israel primarily they were justified by faith before Christ came. Mm, yeah. Notice it's actually saying that through the law, it magnified the promise, it illuminated the promise, the promise of the Messiah, the promise that he would suffer, that he would die for their sins, and all the things that Messiah would do. That was a purpose of the law that they would believe like Abraham believed, and many of them did, in the coming Messiah, and they were justified by faith. So the law actually, Illuminated and magnified the promise to and brought them to, to trust in, in the coming messiah, yeah. and they were justified by faith, so yeah. he 's pointing out a lot of positive promises yeah. about the law yeah. and then, um, and then it says now that faith has come yes
0: in other words, you do British. no longer need the supervision
2: exactly you've got, in a way, mankind it's has, passed. or Israel or mankind God has deemed has grown grown to the point yeah. where Okay, that's enough. The seed has come and faith has come. Yeah, exactly. Those two and, things. And therefore, there's a clear statement there actually that you are no longer, because some people need to hear this. That's, you, that is the key no verse. You are no longer under the law. Are, even if you thought you were under the law, yeah. you are, you are no, no longer under the No under the supervision or the tu- tutor, of, yes. the tutorage of the exactly. law. Exactly. Yeah. Because God is, is, wants to treat you as a grown-up. That yeah. you don't have to have this thing always constraining you telling you what you should do at every moment of the day god is saying okay now it's time for you to go to a really big job it's a really big job isn't it when you've
0: had all of these centuries of the ceremonial you know with the purpose leading up to christ but at that critical pivot when the seed has come when faith has come faith in jesus messiah then you've got to sort of Explain it to all those who've been following all the centuries of tradition. Mm. It's, it's quite a, a, a critical pivot yeah. here that, that Paul is trying, you know, really uh, against the uh, you know, whole weight of history, mm. is
2: explaining it, He's that it was for a time. It yes. served its purpose. All those pictures and types, it served its purpose. Yeah. And we still learn from it, yeah. but you don't have to keep practicing these things right. because the shadow, those are the shadows, but now the substance has come. Yeah. The reality has come. Christ has come. Yeah. So you don't have to go through all these routines now. You know, they've served their purpose. They've prepared the way, they've taught you, they've prepared mm-hmm. you. But, but now But amazingly, has come. Paul wrote that
0: nearly two thousand years ago, and as it were, the, the ripple effect is still with us. Yes. And this is what, you know, you get very agitated about, John, <laughs> that, 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 you know, the, 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 the ceremonial, the legalism is still,
1: yes, it's still kept going. So yeah, it's, it's right. still
0: very relevant
1: it's to us ab- today. Absolutely relevant. Mm. And, and I mean, I, we've said before, you know, I, one can sympathise with the Jewish nation it must have been desperately difficult for them yeah. to, to accept, to, to think that all they had done, all this mm. t- 2,000 years so or, was or whatever... Was a means to an end. Was, was, yes, is, is over. Because they're wrapped up and they identify themselves with their traditions, with, yeah. uh, with, with their ceremonies. It's, it's so important to them. And to just be able to turn and walk away from it and now say, oh, it's yeah. done means saying, to an end, what, what, but not an end in what, what, itself. That's the, the danger yeah. is finding the, the meaning in yeah. the rituals. That's right. Mm. They, they find the meaning in their rituals and, and, and their eyes are veiled and they, they can't see it. Um, as for the rest of mankind, who has no knowledge of the ritual, it's, it's rather different. Um, Maybe easier. Well, it's probably it. It's easier. It's it, it is easier, but but there's the, the still the need to uh, to understand or, or to understand the necessity of a vicarious sacrifice of somebody
0: standing in your place. Mm-hmm. That's you know that's. It's it's the yeah, parable. It's that, that, that parable of the, the the workers that is relevant here. You know yes. that one. You know, that those that came at the beginning of the They're day absolute, are work in hard all day. Absolutely render. And then those at the that end of the, the day get the same
1: pay. To, that was <laughs> a complaint to the Jewish people. You know, we've it done is, all this and that yeah, lot, those, know, the, the dogs coming, are getting
0: this I, for nothing. I, I but it was agreed. Yeah. It but was I, an I, agreement I, with the workers at the beginning of yeah. the day, and it was an agreement with the workers at the end of the day. Yes, so it was righteous. It was righteous.
2: I, I love the way he puts it actually in yeah. verse 25, yeah. after faith has come. Yeah. Now, we would have just said, after Christ has come. That's right. But actually, he says, after faith has come, or or faith in Christ. Yeah. So certainly for the individual, once you have put faith in Christ, but why the emphasis on faith? I would put it like this, it's faith that connects you to reality. Mm. See, faith is in the heart, it connects you to. While you are looking at these externals and finding your meaning in the externals, you are not in contact with reality. Mm. They witness to reality, but they are not reality. But when faith has come, when you come to that place where you trust in Christ, now you're connected to the reality. Now you don't need those externals or you don't need to practice the externals because you now have the reality that those externals are talking about. So when faith has come, yes. when you come to faith in Christ, yeah. then you are no longer under the law. Yeah. You know that is—it served its purpose yeah. in your life. Wonderful. And you've grown up to become sons. You
0: are then in verse twenty-six. You are sons of God through faith in
2: yeah. Jesus Christ. Or Christ. Notice Jesus. he's changed from we to you. Yes. So now he's including the Gentiles too. That's right. That's he's saying, right. although you know, the Jews had a particular experience, yeah. but now we, through Christ, yeah. we all come into sonship. Yes, so we need to be reminded
0: that he's writing to the Galatians now sometimes.
2: Now it's all <laughs> of us. But yeah. the word order in the New King James is wrong. Um, yeah. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ. Yeah. Um, from my reading, it should be, th- for you through faith are all sons of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah, very good. And the key I, phrases in Christ yeah, Jesus. Yeah, very, very good. Come on, John, a bit of no, Martin Luther. No, that's all right, that's verse
1: 26,
0: First really yeah. 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 it? I saw you buried in the... Um, no. <laughs> no, 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 it's no, fine. No, no, I just, no, Absolutely, yeah, so it's verse 26. And I suppose, of course, there's, there's a progression as well. I talked about the progression of you know, workers in the day, in, as it were, in the parable. But there's something about growing up from the infancy of rituals, or even if you think about bringing up a child, you, you, you create a framework. It's not the Jewish ceremonial framework, but you, you pray with them at mealtimes. You pray when they um, get up in the morning, when they uh, go to bed at night, you're creating a framework which is helpful for them to get their bearings, mm. um, uh, not just moral, but f- framing them to understand God and mm. his presence and praying to him, asking, you know, the, the, the simple truths of the Christian faith in the hope that they would then grow up into sonship and take responsibility and not always have to be spoon-fed, that right. they can then. And that's why yes. at this critical point, Paul says, you are, you are all sons of God. It's, it's a wonderful
2: thing. You've, you've reached that maturity. Exactly. One would hope. When you are mature, you've internalized those things. Yeah. Now you don't need someone to set the framework yeah. for you, yeah. which is the law, That's the it. external framework, which a parent does when a child's growing That's up. It. That's necessary. Yeah. But once you've internalized the reality of, yeah. of those things, you don't need the framework anymore. Yeah. Um, but the
0: other thing about sonship, there's two, two other things. One is you um, are a, an heir, and the other is that you take responsibility. Mm. So uh, then you are actually then administering all of this to the next generation or to to those who you're reaching out to. You're taking, rather than you just being the recipients of the teaching and the tutoring, you're then beginning to take responsibility yeah, take responsibility and tutor others because yes. it's in disciple you. others that you
2: and this this word son is important because it's yes. it's really through faith okay so now you've put your faith in Christ mm-hmm. now you are all sons of god mm. and it's the word huios which is no. mature sons okay so oh that's exactly the point yeah exactly in in in, in and really the the young the youngster needed this, yeah yeah pedagogos, yeah. but the now you've become a weos, we are you know we are considered to be yeah to have Christ in us, we are are like the Father, and now we can actually Mm -hmm. um, be be treated differently by God. So we're pretty well done. Now you need to remember,
0: all you viewers, we'll be testing you when we next gather together, you need to remember the word (laughs) huios. It's really important. The, the, yeah, so we're in the last minute. I don't know whether I can stretch out an outro. So John, have you no, got any comments? No, because, but what I have to say <laughs> needs more than a minute, so oh, we, we, no. we leave, it, leave
1: it till next week. Thanks uh, for your help.
0: <laughs> I'm not <in> <laughs> worried about <laughs> that. But, um, yeah, we, I don't think we quite got to verse 29, um, but we've had a, a good innings. Remember the different elements of the law, the moral, the ceremonial, the civil, civic. And, and be careful that people don't try and uh, who don't believe in God's word tell you what it's saying. Let's, let's learn from him in humility and ask him to speak to us through his word. We look forward to sharing more from Galatians when we meet again next week.